Hi, this is Akash Sriram and you are listening to From the Newsroom, your daily evening news catch-up show from Deccan Herald. Here are the top stories of the day, September 30th, 2020. 28 years after the demolition of the Babri Masjid by thousands of car sevaks at Ayodhya in Uttar Pradesh, a special CBI court in Lucknow acquitted all 32 accused, including senior BJP leaders LK Adwani, Murli Manohar Joshi, Uma Bharti, Kalyan Singh, among others. I spoke to Deccan Herald correspondent in Lucknow, Sanjay Pandey, about the court's verdict. Here's what he said. Can you tell us what happened today in the Babri Masjid verdict? Uh, what was the key takeaway from it? See, this, court, this case uh, has been uh, pending trial for the last 28 years. And uh, it pertained to uh, the demolition of Babri Masjid on December 6, 1992 at Ayodhya by thousands of car works. And uh, the senior, senior BJP leaders, including um, uh, the former Deputy Prime Minister El Kedwani and former Union Minister Murli Manohar Joshi and Uma Bharti and a host of uh, Vishwa Hindu Parishad leaders. They are present there on that day in Ayodhya. And uh, after the demolition, uh, two uh, FIRs were registered at the Ram Janamomi police station in Ayodhya. Now, in uh, one of the FIRs, uh, Mr. Advani, uh, Mr. Joshi, Uma Bharti and other VHP leaders they were named as accused persons. Uh, and in other, another FIR, it was against unnamed and unidentified car sevaks. Now, after that, uh, how um, human cry, the case was handed over to uh, the CBI for investigation, which filed a composite charge sheet clubbing the two FIRs uh, in a special CBI court. <laughs> now, the, uh, there was some legality involved, a lacuna involved in the uh, clubbing of two FIRs and uh, one of the FIRs was subsequently quashed by the Allahabad High Court on the ground that the UP government had failed to notify it, which was necessary under the law. But surprisingly, UP government did not you know, uh, you know, commit the, the right thing by uh, issuing another notification and the case continued to hang fire. Ultimately, the Supreme Court uh, had to intervene in the matter and they directed uh, the, the lower court to conduct daily hearings in the matter so that it can be decided at an early date. Following the direction, uh, daily hearing was started in the case in 2017 and uh, after uh, 28 years uh, on Wednesday today, the verdict was announced, the court acquitted all the 32 accused. Now, interestingly, there were in all 49 accused to start with, but 17 have died uh, during the pendency of the trial. So, uh, what is the way forward for the case right now? What is going to happen next? No, see, the, the court has acquitted all these accused for lack of evidence. And this is very important. It, it, uh, it said that the CBI has not been able to produce concrete and enough evidence against all these accused to show that they were involved in a criminal conspiracy. So, that was the court. That is the gist of the court verdict. Though the CBI, you know, introduced cassette recorders, recordings and newspaper cuttings and there were several witnesses also, but the court did not rely on them, saying that the cassettes were tampered with, they were not sealed and that uh, it cannot rely on newspaper reports. So basically, the way forward for the CBI should be to take the matter to the High Court because the Supreme Court also last year, uh, we all know that, while it decided the Ram Janam Bhavanwazi title suits, it said it admitted 
that the demolition of the Babri Masjid was in violation of the law. The Supreme Court said that in its verdict. So the ideal course for the CBI should be to take the matter to the High Court, challenge the uh, lower court's verdict. But uh, in the changed political circumstances, uh, it is uh, it could be interesting to see if the CBI does go to the High Court or prefers not to appeal. However, there will be huge pressure on the investigating agency from the uh, opposition parties and they will press uh, the government uh, to uh, direct the CBI to challenge the verdict in the High Court. Thank you very much. Family members of the Hatras gang rape victim alleged the Uttar Pradesh police had forcefully taken her mortal remains away from Safdar Jung Hospital in Delhi on Tuesday night and cremated at 2:30 a.m. on Wednesday. Congress has slammed the Uttar Pradesh government for forceful cremation of the Hatras gang rape victim in the wee hours of Wednesday in the absence of family members. A daughter of India is raped and killed. The facts are suppressed and the right to perform their last rites is taken away from the family. This is insulting and unjust, former Congress President Rahul Gandhi said. Prime Minister Narendra Modi spoke with UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath and sought strict action against the accused, the Chief Minister's office said. US President Donald Trump and his Democratic challenger former Vice President Joe Biden met in Cleveland for the first of three debates ahead of the November 3rd election. Joe Biden called Republican Donald Trump a clown as tension boiled over in the pair's first televised debate. In what was a fiery encounter, the two exchanged barbs and accusations. That is it today from the newsroom. Tune in tomorrow morning for our feature show, The Lead. If you like the show, please share this podcast with your friends, family, and on social media. Do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. For latest news on top stories of the day, log on to TechAndHerald.com or visit the Tech and Herald app. Subscribe to our Telegram channel at e.me/TechAndHeraldNews. 